the trailer right there <laughs> testicles one two testicles yes sir we back at the young credits salute salute big daddy like young credits <laughs> let's do that again <laughs> testicles one two testicles Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We back at it like young crack addicts. What's happening, Ooh, partner? There she is. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Paranoid Radio Podcast. There she is. What you mean, fool? Fucking showing titties on some more, fool. Oh, you need to go get that training bra back put on, fool. The fuck? This is the best show, the best content for the best listeners. I am your humble host, Sherwood Garcia. And gentlemen, one to two is the best goals on the motherfucking planet. Big tech. Salute, salute. <laughs> salute, salute, my fellow Megamind. How you doing today, brother? I am doing good. Everybody, this is Big Tank, the guy with the small cannon, uh, average, slightly above average. Hey, for I got a WMD for weapon of mass destruction. Don't you forget, for put some respect on the name, homie. Oh man. Oh. Hey, man. hey, hey, hey! Like a, a guy once said, "Fool, y el que no me crea que ponga el culo, güey." Like that. that means, and translate that into English. Please, hey, like. fuck around and find out. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what it means. <laughs> it's a little bit more PG thirteen LGBTQ plus my dick. <laughs> oh shit, All right, guys, ladies and gentlemen, this is a fucking amazing episode lined up for all of you guys. It's a pre-recorded show from last week. I was supposed to drop it last week as a second dose of the week. We have an amazing special guest on deck. She's bringing fire, freaking bombs with her new, uh, with her own podcast. She's also a creative director and a host and a Christ- Christian patriot fighting light warrior she was here blessing us for about 45 minutes but right before we jump into the main topic and i give her the introduction i want to open up the can of whoop ass with the preview review the big tank set it away That's right, ladies and gentlemen. This is where I read you a review from Apple Podcast. <laughs> and we have and we have Tank over here on Zoom while I'm talking, promoting not only Los Cuñones Bullies, but brought to you by Paranoid Radio. <laughs> you should have seen them guys. Drink the, drink the life of water. <laughs> <laughs> the water of life, you fucking dumbass. No, this is a life of water, right? We're going to be different, right? Oh, the other way around. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. All right. Five stars. Five stars from this your girl, Maya. This your girl, Maya. Loving it, exclamation mark. I love listening to this podcast, exclamation mark. First thing I listen to the mo- in the morning, exclamation mark. Keep the podcast coming, exclamation mark, exclamation mark. I love how these people are so intense. <laughs> they remind me of me a little bit. Thank you so much, this year girl, Maya, for this amazing, intense review. If I didn't put emphasis on this, because I'm not sure if you're coming or going, or both. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much. And if you guys want us to read the reviews live on the show, 
once or twice a month, make sure you go go to Apple Podcasts or Spotify and type a five-star review and drop your review. As a matter of fact, even if it's not a five-star review, I'll still read it on the air and we'll still give you a fucking shout-out because we love our fucking haters. That is right. This is Paradise Podcast. Now let's jump onto the best segment of the motherfucking planet. A big tag, it's a bird, it's a plane. Nope, it's Paranoid Radio. Big tag, what is happening? What is happening, my people? You guys know the deal. This is the best segment of the motherfucking show. Don't you guys forget it. Put some respect on the name. It I, seems like you're talking I, shit about homie, all the other segments. I, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm stating a fact. I, nah, right. <laughs> can't be mad at the numbers. I, nah. right, no, but right. real talk, real talk, real talk. Let's jump in. What the fuck is happening? What's going on? The world's getting crazy. What the fuck? All right, so first off. There was a bit of controversy over the weekend. You know what? Uh-oh. I will say this is hitting some type of way towards some people. It might even hit you some type of way, Troubles. Uh-huh. Officially and unofficially, there is a proposition for the LGBTQ community to be able to spread their knowledge throughout the school system. God damn. Okay. Okay. Hold was on. it LGBTQ or was it trans? Well, okay, they generalized it. You okay. get me? Yeah. It's not necessarily the actual LGBTQ community, but it is the trying to incorporate some type of ideas of how things should be said. We all have to admit, is it pretty one-sided birds and bees, male, female? Yes. You get me? Mm. Do they have a right if there's somebody of a certain age that does feel that way? Yes. Uh, Does that? Do we believe they should have the right? No. I mean, there's no way we should let a 10, 12, 14 year old get him, basically get their mind impressed. So this is official age. tank, official no. tank news, and not only news but also your point of view. Your point of view is, my point of view is, I get it and I fully understand it. Everybody wants to be heard. Everybody wants to have a voice. I mean, okay. I know, I know, we were dealing this about a hundred years ago, where basically we. Certain color people didn't have a voice. We didn't have a voice. You get I me? Get it, I, I get mean, okay. I, I get it. I get it. It's been real stricken. I mean, before it was only considered a gay movement. Now it's like, okay, LGBTQ community movement. I get it. You guys have fought a long way. Same, same could be said for the women. Same thing can be said for the color people. For us, yep. especially. I mean, yep. look at it 20 years back. The Latin community was non-existent mm. in the music, in the TV industry, in the U.S., I understand it fully. I will say it is a little harsh for you to want to impression impressionate somebody's young mind. Okay. If there happens to be a somebody that does fully say, you know what, I do feel I am this certain type of way, mm-hmm. that's something that can be addressed later if they still have that type of thing. But I do not think that at not the a, end of the not day, at least they're underage, right? Is that what, exactly, is that what exactly, exactly. I mean, maybe not even underage, just at a mature enough mental state. You get me? Okay. Uh, just at a, a, a mature enough mental state, because you have to remember, at the end of the day, when you die, your body gets thrown into the earth or whatever it is, and somebody yep. happens to open your bones or something, they're only gonna see male or female. Word. That's all they're gonna see. Same 100%. thing when the do- same thing when the doctor classifies a baby. Well, he has a penis. I think it's a male. No, they don't say that. They say boy, girl. That's it. No middle Absolutely. line. 
Yes. And that's how they identify you. I get yes. it. You might not feel that ideology. You might feel have your certain pronouns. I'm not going to get into that. I'm not even going to fight it. I understand it. Everybody has their own ideas, which way which is why we live in the land of the free where you can have your own opinions. You got me? It works that way too. Don't just think that because one person can talk, now you're throwing something out you can't talk. No. But I will say Professor, pro- could I say something professor? Professor. Professor. Yes, sir. You down the middle with the saggy titties. <laughs> thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Saggy titties. What the fuck? I am going to inject two things. First of all, I agree with you. I am a type of person that you let live. I'll let you live. You let me live. I don't give a fuck what you do with your body and your private life. As long as you're not hurting anybody. Do your thing. All right. It's it's this is why it's America. This is why it's beautiful because we all put together and we all fucking contribute and we all live our own living lifestyles. That's the American dream. Live your way, right? Cool. But don't the tra- I don't give a fuck what people say. The LGBTQ movement, it's not the trans movement. That's the first division. I'm gonna say something. And the trans movement is hijacking the LGBTQ movement to implement their supremacy and that's what they want they don't want equality they want to be better they want to be heard and they want to be I w- more I, I wouldn't they want to say... fucking take over kids minds no i wouldn't a even kid say has that. an overhyped imagination if no, i imagine i, I'm I zebra, does not mean i'm a zebra fool i'm not gonna piss like a zebra okay okay like a zebra bro just because some people are thinking that does not mean we're gonna blame everybody uh, right leave the kids alone leave the okay kids. you can't pray that. in school you couldn't be fucking, you, you shouldn't be no fool. but you, you can't you can't say it's everybody can you say it to everybody? It's well, like no, it's saying... in California. Right now in California, the law passed. Okay, 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 okay. Secretly tell the, the counselor, oh, I think I'm fucking bi or gay or man. And they start secretly pumping them with hormones and you, your, your family can't even know about it. And if okay. they don't agree with you, they'll take away the kid. What the fuck? Okay. That's wrong. Okay, I get that. I understand that. But you cannot blame the whole trans community. You cannot no, blame that. You can't blame everybody. For, I know it's the government fool. It's okay, not the okay. trans community. It's government fool. Forget They're the go- forget the forget the government. Forget the trans community. You cannot blame one bad apple for whatever for everything that goes wrong. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. JB told me, JB from from Rogo Media told me the same thing. He, he yeah, you can't you get a vibe from the people that you know are the, the ones that are preying on children. Yes, you get a vibe yeah, from it, them. Not all of them are bad. Word. Exactly, exactly. I mean, shit. We, I, I'm sure you there's a bunch of gays against groomers gag they, they they're gay they're trans against the fucking evil trans guys they're, they're it's real okay exactly you get me so you can't say a full-on community you get let me? me ask you something i posted up a video where this guy is talking about being a 12 year old girl okay and then he's trans and then he's talking about having sleepovers with 12 year old girls see what the problem is this first of all you're a grown-ass man dressing up as a girl that's fine do that okay that's fine this is why i draw the line you're a grown-ass man that's dressing like a girl but then you're talking to 12 year old little girls and acting like a 12 year old little girl little girl if you're 40 years old and you want to be gay and you want to react act like like a woman be a 40 year old woman don't be a 12 year old little girl what does that bring to the table you see the line there's a very thin line you cannot cross bro okay 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 i understand it you see but Okay, but listen, 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 listen. When you're talking to your baby, and I'm not defending it, when you're talking oh. to your baby, you don't talk to her like this. You give her, I mean, baby, how you doing, me, baby? Doesn't mm-hmm. mean you're a baby, but you're trying to get the point across. Mm-hmm. So you could also you. see it. You could also see it that type of way. You get mm-hmm. me? Remember, you want to connect to your audience as well. I'm not mm-hmm. saying it exactly like that. But for example, you're not a baby. Why are you talking to her like a baby? You get me? 
maybe because of the intent. I'm not trying to fucking have a make a make sleepovers fine with older men. I don't. That's kind of see what I'm saying. I, I I get that. I get that. I get that. But I'm just showing you the the way they went about thing. it. One last thing. This is overall in general. I'm not talking shit. Not talking, I'm going for the country now. If if we are over here fighting because we don't know what restroom to go to or because we don't know what our kids are when they're born and we don't we don't know basic human physical law about who has a penis and what a woman is if we don't can if we cannot fucking have a margin that we like separate black from white we don't know what the fuck and make up our minds if we don't know how to fucking follow basic human law and physical form what the fuck are we doing around the world? Why are we world leaders and why are we involved in any other fucking war? You see, we should fo- focus on our domestic social problems before we even try to help any other country. And that's probably like the bottom line for me. Well, well, okay. Let's talk about that. For a country that practices freedom of speech, technically there's nothing wrong with everybody having their opinion heard. As opposed to going to other countries as they're depicted, for example, North Korea, where you have to be strict and follow certain guidelines. No internet after this time. You you can't search this type of thing. What would you rather have? No freedom or unlimited freedom? And even then, freedom isn't free. You know that. I know know it's a double-edged sword. It is. Now that you put it like that, yeah, I mean, I guess... Yes. You get me? They're just practicing the freedom of speech, the freedom of the way they think. Doesn't mean it's right or it's going to go their way, hmm. but at least they have the freedom of that. We have the freedom to do the media outlet, even though we don't, we might not be right at all. You get me? It's, yeah, bro. And then we live in California. It's funny, dog. It's funny, because California is probably, I would think, one of the biggest and biggest and the richest. I'm talking about gold-wise, the richest, most most wealthiest with the ports and everything, and most populated states in the U.S. And it's the poorest. It has the highest fucking uh, uh, homeless income. I mean, um, homeless, the highest low wages, the highest fucking unemployment rates. It's the dirtiest, dog. And, 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 it, it, it does not have the lowest wages, I'll tell you that right now. It has the lowest uh, um, labor. What's it called when you're unemployed? Oh, unemployed. I'll agree with that. I'll agree with that. I'm like, fucking weird. Oh, I was about to throw you Arizona, Nevada. I mean, shit, minimum. But when wage you throw right the there, wages like, out, okay, but yeah. the price of cost of living is different too, though. You mean that you? It's balanced, right? You yes. buy four dollars a milk here. You over there, it's two fifty. Okay. Yes. Well, not not necessarily like that. You get me? But you also have to take into the effect of the way things are over there you have to waste more gas i mean for example you go to victor where you have your ac running basically yeah. the full year yes, you get me so it's i mean it's it'll, like getting, it'll bite you somewhere else yeah i get you it'll always come back around bro you could go to chili's and get a steak for under 15 20 bucks you get me uh-huh. or you could go to fucking fogo de chow and get a prime steak for 50 bucks it's whatever You're you making me hungry, want dog. to pay <laughs> whatever you want to pay big dog yeah i mean you this conversation is developing into a full fucking uh, uh episode give me your second go <laughs> uh, what is happening <laughs> what you got next big dog <laughs> big dog i'm gonna be honest with you right now what's the number one thing that we can live without technology okay Okay. How would you feel? I was gonna say sort of, you, but whatever. This one, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> Stop it! You're making me blush. Stop it! Oh, stop no. it! <laughs> um, 
technology we can't just live without technology i mean a wi-fi goes down for even a couple hours big dog we're fucking blowing our minds out what the fuck can we do they did a study they did a study where they decided to take away these recreational parks close them down indefinitely for i think it was about a week see what type of reaction what type of reaction they had uh-huh um people guess what People didn't give a fuck. There was no petitions. There was no fighting. There was nothing. Bro, they have us under full control, dog. Wow. No, no, that's our own mindset. Let's be honest. Let's be honest about it. Don't blame anybody else because you're stuck on your phone trying to watch some TikToks. You don't blame the world that because you want to be calling playing Call of Duty 24-7. I remember, <laughs> I shit you not, big dog. I remember Tuesdays and thursdays my pops will take us to the park those were the regular scheduled days we get home we eat do our homework 4 30 boom signing out a sucker let's go yeah i remember that shit going to go play basketball with your boys or something you get me before you got into the whole girl phase in high school hey what are we doing today just being out and about bro there were so many parks and schools around you that you could just go and kick it blazing play. I mean, yeah Kick it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep it a little bit more innocent. <laughs> Running around the jungle gym, some of the best times, you get me? I mean, the only reason kids do that at school is because they have nothing better to do because they're not allowed technology in school. Well, at that time, you get me? They sort of get wow. put And that's when they're happy. They did all this. And guess what? Nobody compared. Nobody complained. There was no, oh, they're trying to control us. They're trying nothing. Nothing. Wow. That really, that really shows... How fucked up our mindsets have become. Cause nobody, we, hey, hey, be honest. We live in an interesting honest. life, dog. Cause we're millennials, bro. We've seen the beginning, the end of an of an era where you would yes. kick it outside and until dark, friends. big dog. Until, until dark. dark. You know those big metal boxes you. that have. You know those big metal boxes that are on a, are on the sidewalk and they control sometimes the lights. You yes. would sit on those metal boxes, eat your nachos and hot Cheetos with fucking cheese and kick it till like three in the fucking in the afternoon and go back and watch fucking Pokemon. And then at six, you come back out, play some dodgeball again. You see what I'm saying? Yes. I, dog, that was, I remember, I remember going through that phase and then receiving my first fucking um, Sony Ericsson fucking phone and then, and then getting it, then starting texting and then T9ing. And then eventually, now that we're on stuck on our phones day in day out then after the pandemic and i call it pandemic i saw that that phase completely be destroyed my nephews have 12 nephews dog i have two kids no they don't it's, it's been happening outside. it's been happening you could have they they could have played outside if they wanted to they're not chained up in the house there's you're, no toys you're, in, the, in, the, in, in, the, in the house i went to visit my dad's house that's there's no that's their problem there's that's their that's our problem. Let's be honest about it. You get me? Hey, you have to admit, who buys all the TV, the screens? The parents. Exactly. Yeah. You get me? Hey, hey, but you could implement that, right? Let, let, let's be honest about it. Let's be honest about it. Okay. As you have a kid growing up, sometimes you want to take a relax, a little breather. You'll turn on their favorite cartoon show on the TV. You'll Word. give them the tablet or something just to yeah. calm them down a little. That's our own thing. You have to remember when we were watching TV growing up. There was only certain times the shows came on and then they would turn off. We didn't yeah. have this fast access to it 24-7 running, whether it be YouTube or all these sites. So you, can, you can't blame that. You get me? Yeah. You really can't. You did it out of love, 110%. But it was actually, it's actually hurting them. Let me ask you something. Do, do you think, do you think in the near future, in the next couple of, let's say, two, three generations, do you think that kids 
are gonna evolve. Okay, so for the, what I mean by that is this: you know how our pinky is having this indent right here, so our phone can yes, face yes, right here. Yes. Okay, so 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 if if our bodies are already evolving to hold a phone for long times of long periods of time, do you think that we're gonna be born with Wi-Fi receivers? No, 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 no. Like a type of evolution where the human body starts to receive signals of frequencies through Wi-Fi lengths or whatever. I you don't think see it's it, I, 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 I can see it causing maybe headaches or something. You get me? Because you're so in tune to it, you need it. So maybe when you go out of range, maybe it'll affect you that type of way. Oh, oh I don't feel good. Like a drug. Yes, yeah, so I can I can see that. You get me? I don't think us personally picking something up. I, I think, think that's too radiation. I think that's too mechanically inclined per se. Let's talk about transhumanism, dog. Yeah. <laughs> All right, big dog. This was fun. This is what has happened. I gave you guys two stories. It went on for quite some time. But <laughs> but I hope you guys enjoyed it. And if you guys don't, I don't give a fuck. Till next time. <laughs> That is right, Big Tang. Thank you for those two amazing stories. As always, doing an amazing job. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I have so much to tell you in an amazing episode lined up with an amazing special guest. Underground geopolitical parties, conspiracy theories, and spoiler alerts are so much more. Join us for an unapologetic conversation where we disclose hidden truths from the world leader as they try to eliminate and the essence of God from society and feed the legal elite bankers that only care about leading the populace to mental and spiritual slavery. I've had the privilege to speak with amazing speakers from around the world through this podcast. Moreover, I've had the honor of serving you, the listeners, and in this narrow road to reality. And today I have this absolute pleasure to speak with another amazing voice and talented, talented speaker. With a great emotion, emotion, I would like to introduce a fellow Freedom Fighting podcaster, host, and director of her own daily show, focusing on hot topics and details you're not given by the mainstream media. Please give a, a paranoid welcome to Brooke from the Outlook by Brooke podcast show. <laughs> Thanks hey, bro. for having me. <laughs> that was a hard intro, dude. Normally, I spit it out very easily, but I got stuck today. Maybe starstruck. <laughs> How's it going, Brooke? It's going well. Now, uh, I understand that you have your own podcast show that's called uh, The Outlook by Brooke. Yes. By Brooks, and you could find it on Spotify. And you could also find it on Apple Podcasts and so many yes. other platforms, right? And I, I also understand that it's a daily show and it's very easy, easily digestible because it's only 10 to 15 minutes long daily, right? Yeah. Yeah. Let so I'll post, about it. Um, I post probably like two, three times a week, more if necessary, because this world is obviously gone mad. Um, but the inspiration for it was, you know, changing the world, giving the meat and the potatoes of the content of what's going on in this world, the conspiracy theories that are fixing to come true and the truth that you aren't being told on mainstream media yeah. all in about the same time that it takes you to drive home from work and change this world so that my kids, your kids, everyone's kids can grow up in a better world than what we had. We just didn't know it. Oh, wow. So you, she had that prepared. <laughs> Let them know. So I understand also that people cannot find you now on Instagram because they yes. shut you down. Okay, so what's and going on? Yeah. So, well, I posted a tweet. Like, it was a picture of a tweet. I didn't even comment under it. There was no... Gotcha. Uh, yeah, it was just a picture of a tweet, and which is, I found very interesting. They took down my Outlook by Brooke podcast, uh, for my podcasting Instagram. Mm -hmm. And they also took down my personal Instagram. Wait. Okay. So they went in deep. Yeah. Do you have it linked? Do you have it linked somehow? I do have it linked, 
but mm-hmm. I've never, I don't post anything geopolitical on my, my personal yeah, Instagram. It, yeah. It's more for mm-hmm. like family purposes and stuff like that. But they mm-hmm. took that down too. That's, that's crazy because I have mine, I have mine connected to mine and my co-host's a personal account. Same mm-hmm. thing with me. I don't use my personal account for anything else because I have like family members there and et cetera, et cetera. I usually promote the, the episodes here and there, but, um, I've been banned a couple of times and flagged on a, on the paranoia also as well. And it's kind of like, it, it's shaky because it, it took three years for us to get only 700 to 800 viewers, at least yeah. followers on Instagram, you know, and, mm-hmm. and they put a stop on you. And it's, it's not because you're doing something wrong. Well, to them, right. it's, wrong, but it's because you have something that gets them to feel threatened, right? You have Absolutely. some type of information that's going to, you know, rock the cages for them. Just like, you know, we always do. So yeah. Where can people find you now? And let us know a little bit about your podcast for the people that do not know you. And I also know that you've been featured on the Cult of a Conspiracy podcast a lot. Yes. You're like the deep state correspondent. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, so shout outs to them. Shout outs to them. The I boys are do. awesome. I love the boys of the Cult of Conspiracy. They are actually like what really gave me my start. I wasn't really interested in podcasting and I was talking wow. to Jacob somewhere and it was about some deep dive stuff. And he was like, okay, I hear all the stuff you're saying, but can you say it again? But like on my podcast. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh-huh. so that's kind of how that um, started for me. And then eventually they said, you still have to come on all the time, but you really should consider making your own podcast Yeah, because they were like, we feel like you would do well. And so I prayed on it and I was like, oh, I don't know if I can do this because a conversation-based podcast is very easy and fluent and you bounce off of each other, but yeah, podcasting by myself, I'd be talking to no one. Like, I don't know mm-hmm. what that would look like. Well, the Lord knew what he was doing. You know, my mom, dad, they named me Brooke and I'm quite literally a babbling Brooke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so <Okay. laughs> um, I just had so many attacks come like at me and my family, like not like necessarily what someone would consider like spiritual attacks. There were no like demons in my room or anything like that it was more of like sickness finances like work schedule just like crazy things all in one month and so I'm like um well let me launch my podcast let me give some real thought to it and see what happens Hmm. and as soon as I launched it all of these attacks that were coming towards me just stopped how do you how do you translate that do you think that was uh an evil entity trying to provoke you not to or fall into more temptation or was it God trying to tell you yo snap into it you know yeah well there's definitely two ways to look at it you can look at it as like uh, an adversary trying to like hold you back or keep you down or you can look at it as like Uh God providing a safety net because I chose to do what he wanted Man, uh-huh. you elevated those. That's amazing. I'm so proud of you. I, I was able to do my homework and binge listen to at least six episodes. They're very easily digestible. I'm telling you, the listeners need to check you out. The Brooke by Outlook on podcasts, all podcast platforms, and she's amazing. So make sure you want to get your daily dose on, on geopolitical stuff, deep dives. She does it all. Now, okay, Brooke, so let's jump into it. There's a lot to talk about, and this is going to be a bonus episode dropping on Friday morning this week. I think it's uh, the 6th or 7th on the morning. So I want, I got something when I was listening to Cultural Conspiracies, I listen to them regularly. They do a lot of podcasts every week. So I try to catch, you know, <laughs> glimpses. And when you're there, I definitely yeah. listen to them. You have this white hat theory that it's really intriguing. And I like your point of view. I want to mm-hmm. add on to that as soon as you put it out. So you think that, that there's a situation with North Korea, Russia and China, amongst others, 
are doing something right to dismantle the West and you think that they're good guys? Give me a little bit more about that. Yes. So actually, you can go and look back at footage of Trump when he was um, fixing to be um, running for president, announcing uh -huh. his candidacy when he won and the four years following, because they do kind of like a tour where they go and meet different political leaders. Mm -hmm. So the first thing that I want to point out is that he very blatantly said that he had over 200 military generals backing him. That's how he, he told Hillary Clinton that he was sure that he could win against her. Mm -hmm. okay. And um, like devolution. So they actually, they asked Trump to run. It wasn't really necessarily something that he aspired to do. There was even a clip of him back in like the 80s on Oprah where he said he didn't think that he would ever want to run for president. Mm -hmm. And so um, so the military asked him to run. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> um, you definitely can't run everything that you have business-wise and be president. That's for sure. That presidency is a full-time job. But right. um, so then he becomes president. And you can notice in all of his meetings, he's like either like handing off red folders or even like the posture or the body language of the opposing, like the other country, the leader of the other country, how they would be postured towards him. And it was different than it was with the Bush administration, the Obama administration. This is interesting. Okay. And okay. so, um, so started like dig kind of digging into that and seeing like, why is there this difference? Um, because Everybody loved Trump until he ran for president. And now all of these large figures don't really care for him. Mm -hmm. And so when I kind of got down to the root of the situation, I found out that a lot of the conversations when he would go to meet these world leaders would go something like, hey, you know, I'm the new president of the United States. I've done my research on my country. I've done my you know, my rundown on your country. And I realized that you are doing some bad things to your people. You, uh, you have dumbs underneath the grounds. You have adrenochrome farms, you have bio labs, wow. A, B, okay. C, D, and E. And, um, basically like I have a large strength of military that would like to clear this out and make it a safer world. You can either be part of that, or I can expose you to your country and they'll hang you for, you know, what you are. Oh. Okay, okay, okay. And, and I've seen so, him do that. I've seen him do that with the NATO allies as well. I think it was the first year, the first year of his term, he came down, he said, you guys need to pay what you guys owe. You guys need to pay what is due, right? And what you guys need right. to pay. And then and then for our for our protection or else, you know, this is going to get dismantled. He was pretty upright when he wanted to put America first. Sorry to right. interrupt. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no. And that is a good point because he does hold his stance very firmly. And I believe every meeting he goes in, he goes in with intention. It was never like, a, oh, let me fly to China, tell him, hey, eat dinner. He went into some of the most like sanctified cities that like nobody could ever be in, you know, and meet leaders like Kim Jong-un, where we weren't allowed in his country for years. Yes. But some of these people actually, they have well intentions, but didn't want to do business with the Western world because of what our country literally looks like, what it stands for. Look at yes. how our Hollywood is portraying and sexualizing everything in children like they don't want to be a part of that they don't want that in their countries they don't allow that to be seen in mm -hmm. china or in yeah. you know north korea in russia and so a lot of these leaders were excited about the the Idea thought of, of changing the world mm -hmm. and being the savior of their own specific country and some of them were more apprehensive of course you know because it's a very big undertaking and so 
that's where kind of the plan started to take off. But the plan actually goes all the way back. They had like white hats technically in the CIA, the FBI, the military. What is a white hat for the people that that I'm not sure? What what is a white hat? White hats are going to be like your your patriotic, like fear not not fear not fear mongering, no psyops. Like they they want freedom, they want family, they believe in the Constitution, and they will yeah, and they will use their jobs to accomplish what's for the greater good rather than mm. what their end of the year bonus would look like. Huh, there it is. Yeah. So yeah, this all dates back to like the JFK assassination. You know, mm-hmm. some people say that his son's still alive. Some, you know, that's a conspiracy in itself, but he did always say that he would get, um, he would get revenge for his father's death. And so a lot of people don't really look into why JFK was assassinated. And there were several reasons why, but one of the biggest was that he was going to sign Nassara Jassara. And that was going to give us gold back currency and a lot of power in the US. However, it would kill a lot of their industries. He also put out, I think it was three point something, $3.6 billion in silver money, in silver um, dollars that bypassed the Federal Reserve. Mm-hmm. Put it in case something happened, those grow in value, and that could be the fallback for the United States currency. As a matter of fact, yeah. if you go right now to the United States government, the debt, I think it's called the usdebt.gov, I believe. Mm-hmm. It's not the, the 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 trading money, the monetization, mm-hmm. the monetization is not under Federal Reserve anymore. It's now US Treasury currency treasury now. So it changed for some reason. Yeah. It happened five, five nights ago. It's weird. It's crazy yeah. stuff. And so, um, so obviously we have like Russia, you know, they're out there, uh, mainstream media makes them out to be terrible people, but they are cleaning out the dumps. They are rescuing children. They are shutting down bio labs. Like they, they are doing what needs done. And it just looks kind of terrible the way that our media spends it. But, you know, then we have China, we have North Korea and it's interesting now in this part of the plan to see how they are all coming together. Mm-hmm. And for the American people to kind of freak out a little bit and say, oh, my gosh, like we're left out of this great big party, like we're going to get like ran over. Well, yeah, probably so, because Joe Biden's eating ice cream. But um, we do have some <laughs> small, small countries that um, that are part of like this movement, like Ben Salman, Prince Ben Salman. Uh, okay. He was supposed to be taken out, actually. Like, our government was going to kill him. He was uh, going to stay in the top floors of the Mandalay Bay Hotel. That's the same time they had the shooting at the Jason Aldean concert. Vegas? Yes. yes. Wait, okay, so this is where that conspiracy theory comes in. Okay. Yes. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, explain. Yes. Oh, my God. So, so he was supposed to stay in the top floors there, right? And no one would notice that there was a shooting on the top floor if there was shooting out of the window, right? Mm-hmm. So that was kind of the deep state's uh, cover-up for what would happen. Oh, God, here and it is. so Trump got wind of that and redirected Ben Salman's plane straight to the White House, showed him the proof. And in their culture, if someone saves your life, you owe your allegiance to them. And so he is the crown prince is on with the Q plans and helping Donald Trump kind of like underneath the radar. Is this why they heard allegedly choppers in Vegas while the Probably shooting was happening? Something to do with it. Yeah. 
that's insane oh my god okay so that's pretty cool that's 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 in, that's a bomb i didn't know so off topic let me ask you something what like what's your take on nato i feel sometimes like i, I like i was telling the guys earlier this has been the most systematic and prolonged the long-term plan to destroy America from within, not only with its culture, with its society, with its industry, with its infrastructure, but also with its politics. And I feel mm -hmm. like NATO, it's leech. It's a leech, bro. It's leeching off the, the, the abundance of the U.S. And we're dumb by giving them that so-called protection and rules and paperwork gets thrown out the window when it comes to power and money. And whenever there's power and money and government involved, there's freedom. There's less freedom for everybody. I feel like that's what's happening in some sort for some sort of way. We we're we just got uh, Finland on. I think it was like two nights ago that Finland joined. Yeah, Tuesday. Now we're at, mm -hmm. and they're building a giant border for Russia. I, I mean. We're, we're, we're poking the bear, man, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. You know, and I th even think about this in a spiritual sense, kind of, because, you know, there is no, like, currency for, for like, the angelic realm or, like, you know, hell or heaven. There's no currency. Like, I guess you could say their form of currency is, like, worship and power and love. Like, you love God, like that is giving him power that is empowering to him. And the enemy feeds off of that too. And so NATO, what we see is basically embodying that spirit of needing power and control and, and, and love of these people, you know, for them to love the plan that NATO is putting out. And I, it, I just feel like it's almost like, um, the most demonic entity for our like side of the world. That's deep. That's deep. Yeah. We're on the same page. We're on the same page. Um, so a couple of things that have been happening lately, and I wanted to touch base with you. Uh, DiCaprio talking about Obama. And I must add on that. There's a lot of things, speculation also. And there's been, there's been whistleblowers that from the military that say that Osama bin Laden was never caught. And there's a reason why Obama mm -hmm. threw his casket with his body dead in the ocean. So allegedly yeah. nobody could worship him, right? But we didn't see anything, dude. Yeah. So at, at this point, at this point, you throw me that type of conspiracy theory, I'm gonna believe mm -hmm. it. And I'm a deep dive and I'm gonna research it because th there's behind every legend, there's myth. There's you know, there's some type of history. Yeah, I, I think he went on to work in like the CIA or FBI or something. Like they actually they did scoop him up. They didn't put him in the ocean. They actually put him working for the U.S. government. They expunged this. They expunged them just like the Nazis. Wow. Basically, yes. Yeah. That's interesting. Okay, so let's see what's going on. Give me a moment here. Okay. Um. So what's? Wait, give me a moment. All right. Give me a moment here. Sorry. 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 Okay. Leonardo DiCaprio. Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. Why do you think this is happening? Because I also know that. Um, while we were all focused on the Donald Trump and even us, mm -hmm. even Trumpers, right? We were all focused on Donald Trump. There were things yeah. happening with Leonardo DiCaprio and things around the world. I think a week ago was when Zelensky uh, uh, went to Austria or Australia, Austria, I believe, mm -hmm. and people yeah. walked down when he started speaking. So there's a massive movement of people waking up right now across yeah. the globe, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I think it's very interesting because Deep State definitely chose a very specific date for Donald Trump to have to go through this arraignment, knowing that there was also going to be, you know, and, and I'm going to put this at if they're even still alive, if this didn't happen 10 years ago, and it's just now um, mm -hmm. hitting the media. Mm -hmm. So Leonardo DiCaprio goes, um, he said that this, this Fiji, Fuji, whatever rapper, Michelle, 
something, I don't whatever his last name is. Yeah. Um, so he basically helped Obama embezzle millions of dollars for his 2012 campaign. Mm. And so he was Leonardo DiCaprio was attesting to the fact that that did happen. Well, what's interesting is simultaneously we're setting a precedent that a ex president can be indicted. And so what happens by the end of the day is he's like, oh, uh, I'm President Obama, but I'm going to go to Kenya for a year. I have my flight booked for June. Mm -hmm. And so it's all. In my opinion, I feel like we're watching a theater of sorts, you know, right. okay. um, the deep state doesn't want information leaked at certain times, but sometimes it just happens. Mm -hmm. And not only that, but it's just too, too coincidental for all of this to happen in the same day. And mm -hmm. you could say it's a coincidence if, you know, Obama and the, the, the <laughs> Leonardo <laughs> DiCaprio, like that whole scenario happens the same day as Trump, but then for the same day. For him to say he's leaving to go to Kenya. And you know then the funny? key drops say that he's going to have to say that he is Kenyan in order to like try to leave the country. What? Oh, yes. Oh, wait, wait, pause, pause. Wait, he's not Hawaiian? No. <laughs> mm, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. This is so funny. The movie The Matrix dropped on the 30th of, um, of March in 1999 the day that Andrew Tate was released, the day that this, this commotion train of, of indictment and, and, and Donald Trump falling, but this will make Trump part of the system then, part of the theater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, and, and that, that's what I think a lot of people get hung up on because a lot of people are like, oh, well, you're pro-Trump, you're pro-Trump. Well, yes, I, I'm going to absolutely give credit where credit is due until he does something that is anti-America or anti-freedom. Mm -hmm. I'm going to continue to support him. I'm not going to say I'm going to be an always Trump, but as, as, as long as he's doing his job, like I'm going to support him. Absolutely. And so, um, but he, what people don't understand is that he is a chess piece in the game. He is the face of the operation, but he is not the whole operation. Okay. Okay. That goes deep. A lot of people yeah. tell me the same thing. I'm Latino. I'm a, I'm a, a product of immigration. And by, mm -hmm. by default, by default, I'm supposed to be blue. I'm supposed to be uh liberal. I'm supposed to be pro Biden. I am not that person. I'm not, I'm a contributor to the system. So I get to speak right and wrong about my people and right and wrong about the, the, the flag that I stand for. I am pro Trump. Absolutely. And yeah. now that I see things happen because people say, Oh, you know what? Uh, you have to you have to marginalize people. You have to be pro-trans and this and that, which puts me to the to the next point. Uh, you have to let the kids be kids and learn what they want. Like, no, you're tripping. No, you need yeah. discipline. You were talking to me about this in the text messages where your dad brought mm -hmm. you up, right? If, if I could disclose yeah. this to, to the public. Go for you, it. You said you came up tough. You came up with the, with the, with the background of your father brought you up with morals, with values and yeah. with strength. Right. So that's what you have to put out and look at you. You're probably a well-being woman. And the next generation after you is going to be well-risen as well. Same yeah. thing with me. OK, so, yeah, not all, every, not all the bad apples, uh, not all the apples on the tree are bad. Right. But mm -hmm. um, I strongly believe yeah, you have to let the kids be kids, but don't 
you don't have to indoctrinate them, indoctrinate them. And the thing is now yeah. that I'm awake and I'm not woke, I'm awake now and I could see things. Now I could do something about it and stop. And now that I'm a father full time, I could definitely put my face in front and over my dead body, you're going to touch my kids mentally, yeah. emotionally, physically, or spiritually. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so yeah. That's so how I feel too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I've, I've seen, especially like TikTok has been a good platform for people to openly speak, which is another reason why they don't like it. Sources say Donald Trump may in fact buy it. We'll see. But I've seen Whoa, a lot on TikTok here lately okay. that um, just people from literally every different background, people from the black community, the Asian community, the white community, the Latina community, just all over really supporting the fact that it doesn't matter what color you are, what background you come from, what, you know, part of society, are you middle class, are you low class, are you high class? It doesn't matter. What matters is that, you know, we come together at this point in time and accomplish this mission because it can't be done with us divided. And that's why they've kept us divided for so long. So it's okay that you, your roots come back from another country and maybe more um, recent than mine because my ancestry is more French, German, and Irish. Mm-hmm. So at one point, I was my family was imported too. You know, mm-hmm. we've just been here longer. I don't think that that gives me any more right or less right. You know, to be a patriot for your own country. Yeah, yeah. You mentioned so this dude is from Kenya, which means that if Donald Trump survives this, which I know he will, they can't put him in jail. They won't. They'll make it'll be right. It'll be chaos. So let's say Donald Trump survives this, which will again. And and, and Obama is running around in, uh, in Kenya. He admits to be Kenyan. Yeah, Donald like, Trump he just could like indict Freudian him. Flips it in there. He could indict not only not only uh, Obama, but Joe Biden, Joe Biden's family. Yeah, Clinton. Hillary Clinton, all of it's them. It's just a snowball effect. You know, Flash was telling yeah. me this that it's just it's just him setting the precinct. How do you say this? The, the plan, yeah. and yeah. he had to go through it, sacrifice himself, and go yeah. through the whole process, waste the money because he's throwing money out, and and then and then you know set this set the mood for when he gets power mm-hmm. and gets put back into the office in another four years. Yeah, you know what I was saying? Like constantly, I have a friend that I met through podcasting. We talk a lot because she is a lot like me, but she just lives on the other half of the U.S. Huh. and so we were sitting there and she had the, the, uh, arraignment or live on RSB and on her TV. And so did I, and we're just talking about what we see and, uh-huh. and loving the multitude of colors of people on the screen supporting, you know, out really? there okay. or, or even it. like the peacefulness of some of the people that disagreed. Like we were just, we were literally loving it, but I was saying like, even if he got arrested, I would still be excited. And the the reason or the mindset behind that is because that just means that we're moving forward. Hmm. We're moving forward into a maybe an unplanned direction. But hear me out. If if in the next two months he were to get arrested for something that is rightly or wrongly accused, that puts him in a jail cell, which means if the whole world crashes and goes to hell in a handbasket, they have one person they can't point their finger at. And you know who that is? It's him. Yeah, absolutely. That's a very beautiful way to see it. And I'm, I'm so trusting the you, plan a hundred percent. Yeah. It, it, you were, and you're looking at the whole planning perspective and you're observing the multitude of colors. You said it, the people there, there's more than just what the reporter is saying out loud and a bunch of little graphics that are passing in the screen. Mm-hmm. There's the people. And a lot of people just watch TV and their since their senses are being bombarded by the same message back to back, back to back. Repetition is the key of learning, right? Yeah. People are just believing and they're looking at everything in the blue scale. 
And I keep saying blue because I don't want to talk smack about the Democrats, people, the regular public out here, like my like a lot of people that I know, my family members and mm-hmm. stuff. I'm talking crap about the, the blue political people. That's what I'm saying. So yeah, yeah so it's, it's crazy. No, I, I love the idea. And I know you're very passionate about QAnon. You've mentioned QAnon about four times already. I need to know <laughs> more about QAnon. I wanted to make an entire episode about QAnon. Maybe you could set the mood for that. This is random off the, <laughs> off the top of the dome. No, uh, no, you're yeah. good. I think it's good to ask for sure, especially because yeah. your viewers may have heard it in such a bad light in the mainstream media that they've maybe been afraid to like dig through the Q drops. And so basically this started on like a 4chan, 8chan board where this person or collective group of people, which in my opinion is probably like ex or current CIA, FBI, Secret Service, like people who have had Q clearance, which is the highest clearance that you can have for information, Mm -hmm. for intel. Um, They've come together and finally just said, let's just start dropping these breadcrumbs Mm -hmm. and maybe people will start to research. Maybe people will look into what the meaning is behind these words or learn to decode. And we took it and we ran with it and we found every single way to possibly um, take apart these words and figure out what they mean and why they're there. And it's caused a lot of research upon the Patriot community. And it's, there's a lot of things that are like future proofs past. So like you will say like, oh, this will happen. And then, you know, it's been five That's years true. or so since mm-hmm. the Q board had originated. And so some people were like, oh, well, that was dropped three years ago and nothing happened. So what about yeah. now? Mm-hmm. Well, now we're seeing probably more drops than ever come to fruition. Yeah. Same thing it's, with the Bible. You can't yeah. you can't just discredit it. You can't throw it away. It set it sets the the tone and it, and it makes sure that you live in a in a certain pattern of life. And um, something that Flash mentioned to me earlier was, yeah, history probably doesn't repeat, but it does sure rhyme. And things are happening yeah. for a reason. We need to stick together in this movement. So QAnon, in my perspective, I think QAnon. Not a full follower of QAnon. To be honest with you, the only reason I know so much, this much about QAnon is because of people like you, Flash, yeah. and other conspiracy theorists, right, in the community. But I'm going to tell you mm-hmm. something. There's something that QAnon did is allow for more grand scale mass of people to wake the F up. Mm-hmm. They woke up. And even if, yeah. let's say, let's just put an example out there. Hypothetically speaking, that, that QAnon is, is fake or is, is controlled opposition, which that's what I believed in before. Um, it still helped. It still worked against them because now there's so many people looking into the stuff. And now, yeah. for example, myself, that I I accept and I embrace what the idea of Trump is. Trump could die today or go, or go to or go to, like you said, go to jail, right? Today. But mm-hmm. his movement, his legacy will continue. Yeah, it's not going to stop. Exactly. We're setting the tone yeah. for the next years to come. This has been great, Brooks. Is there anything else that you want to bring onto the table? I, I wanted to speak to you about... Um, what was your take on the farmland being bought off by by uh, elite bankers? So we actually have the same exact situation here in America. Mm-hmm. There's a large part portion of our land that actually is owned by the Chinese. And so with that being said, once this Nisar Jasara settles itself in and the war crimes that have been perpetrated over the last 50 years comes in, I believe it's all going to shake out. Every country is going to have all of their land back and people will actually want to farm because they're scared that we're going to go through something like this where there's shortages again. People will want to live 
like the old olden times, you know? Um, but it's just the process of getting there. All the gold's got to go to all the right places. All the land's got to go to all the right places. And I do believe behind the scenes, it's set up and ready to go by now. I believe that a lot of what you're seeing right now, is going to be optics. They have to make people kind of freak out a little bit. You, if you stay in a, a state of everything's going to be okay, everything's going to be okay, everything's going to be okay for so long, when it's not okay, what do you do? Huh. And so that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to shake the local people up there to say, okay, it's not okay to just be a sheep for the rest of your life. You, you can't just depend on us. You know, our political leaders now, even though we might have like five good ones um, in 20 to 30 years, they're not going to be there anymore. Who are we going to put in? Yeah. yeah uh, so you, you have hope. You have hope. That yeah. all, you're oh, not yeah. just all black pill, right? No, no, no. I, I am more optimistic in the way that I look at things. Um, I would say like optimistically realist. So I look for any type of comms or any sort of light at the end of the tunnel that will confirm what all of the Patriots have been hoping for for so long. Mm -hmm. And when I find it, I get very excited Mm -hmm. and um, the certain aspects that I haven't seen the light at the end of the tunnel or whatever, you know, the little breadcrumbs that I'm looking for, I'm just okay with being patiently, like just awaiting the blessings that are to come. If they're big, if they're small, I just want freedom. I want consistency. I want no more fear porn. I want less drugs. Like I do understand certain medications are, are good for your body to heal it. Not all. But I want like less infiltration in the country. There's so many things that I know I have to be patient to wait on for the world to change. Are you almost over this conspiracy theory world? Are you almost over it? No, I always love whenever somebody sends me down a new rabbit hole, I will look and look and look until I cannot find anything new for weeks. Um, Just because I feel like you learn one thing and Uh then it gives you 10 new questions. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So every rabbit hole is unique, but they all tie in together. And so the further yeah. you keep looking, the more excited I get because there's like many rabbit holes within rabbit holes. <laughs> and then the past ones, you do you do start doing research, you're like, what? Wait, wait, wait. Then yeah. You open more door. It's crazy. I off record, we were talking about your favorite conspiracy theory. And I want to mm-hmm. get the rest of that story. Tell me again. Okay. Start all over with the story. Give me a little bit about you. <laughs> like, what's your favorite conspiracy theory? And, and why'd you choose that one? What's going on? What's fine? <laughs> What's going on? Okay, so <laughs> my favorite conspiracy theory is the Nephilim, and oh. I find it so funny that it's considered a conspiracy theory because there are pictures from the 1800s, the early 1900s, yeah. of these large, very large people, um, and they're like, oh, no, that never happened. Like, giants don't exist. Like, the tallest person, the world's tallest man, look in the Guinness Book of Records. Like, they never huh. had 12-foot beings. Yeah. But we have soldiers that say, like, the Kandahar giant did exist. They did take him down. But he, And in the local culture there, they said the Kandahar giant was a cannibal. You couldn't go outside late at night. Was this? You what may was not this? come back. What was uh, this? Kandahar, I think it's Afghanistan. Okay. Iraq. During, during the Iraq, uh, Iraqi war? Yeah. 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 And so the first thing the U.S. did, instead of going in and taking over their government, looking for their leaders, taking out their soldiers, what the U.S. government did actually went into all of the places where they had like archaeological finds, like museums and stuff like that. Uh, Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 I remember reading about this. 
Yeah, and sources say that when the Kandahar Giant was taken down, they actually had a military-style, like, helicopter that pretty much picked up this body on this large crate. They had to, like, curl him up in a ball, and they had to send him to a different country for, like, an analysis, and then they took his remains back to the U.S., which kind of opens up a whole other rabbit hole because they think it was the remains of Nimrod or Gilgamesh, which is mentioned in the Bible and which actually would make a whole lot of sense, like with the Antichrist and them trying to like mix things in our blood right now with the mRNA shots. Like, are they going to try to get DNA off of this skeletal remain? Well, remains, because they're not skeletal remains. They're actually very well preserved, almost in a point of stasis. Mm -hmm. And um, so since then, I did some more digging and apparently they have these giants under underground in, in these deep underground military bases. And who's to say that they're not the ones giving the orders to the World Economic Forum? You know, who's to there say that they're right not there. the ones giving us the chaos that we have telling because they they don't live for just 80 years. They live for thousands of years. And they've seen World, World One, World War Two. They've seen it. They're yeah. going at it at a completely different angle. And would they be OK to go away for a couple hundred years so that they could trick the people? Well, it you know, the Bible says that it'll be like the days of Noah and the end times and this world's looking kind of crazy. How are people going to react if they see 12 foot beings just walking around? We have a theory on that. And I was I okay. have an episode on season one. The last episode of season one was I think it was the, the 20th or 19th episode. We went short on that season. We weren't going to survive that long. The point is, it's called orgasmic celestials, and we dove deep on what the Nephilim were origins, but biblically, what right, and what they might mm -hmm. be today. And we have concluded on our theory. This is a paranormal radio podcast exclusive theory. Yeah, we have okay. a plan on that. <laughs> we think we think away from Dr. Sanger, which I mentioned to you too. We're going to jump into that. Right, I, I went into how a big tank, and I spoke on how the Nephilim bloodline. Yeah, there's people, there's still some big ones that survived, but then you have their generations after them. The Nephilim of the Nephilim, uh, the Nephilim, Nephilim, I want to say, <laughs> the yeah. baby generations, right? Yeah. And they have all been infiltrated through the entertainment industry, bankers, political. And you think about it, if you think about it, this is kind of what happened is the elites, the monarchs, right? The people that that that, that maintain um, incest, right? That they, that they practice different things that try to stay mm -hmm. empowered through bloodlines. And not only mm -hmm. that, for example, I mean, we all know that Obama and Bush are, are connected somehow at the, at, at, through the bloodline, through their DNA. That's not a yeah. theory. That's actually fact. So people can look this up. So when we, when we spoke about the, the Nephilim still being alive is their bloodline trickles down to the elites that are in power today. Even though yeah. they're not huge and big boned and what we think Cyclops and so, what we would think what a giant would look like, there's, their bloodline still is Nephilim, a product of the fallen Yeah. One. Yeah. So uh, at this point, and then and then Dr. Laura Sanger had a very interesting point on a, a view. She says that they are still introducing slavery still to this day through the Federal Reserve System and other systems implemented throughout all of human history. So it's mm -hmm. not just not biblically, right, but religiously. And the whole purpose is to for to disconnect us from the creator. It's the same it's the same story being told back and forth. When, when I speak with a flat earther, they tell me the same thing. They want to disconnect you from the creator. I talk about Nephilim. I talk about religion. I jump into the Bible. We talk about being disconnected from the creator. It's It all mm -hmm. comes back to the root. The biggest yeah. lie, the biggest deceit is being yeah. disconnected from our divine creation. The creator, yeah. right? Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. It's absolute nuts. 
And I think like another thing that is so important because so many Christians think about like, oh, like the days of Noah when they had, um, you know, these giants roaming earth. Well, we had like a, a however long 300 cubits or whatever of a boat and all, all of them were gone. Like all the Nephilim died. Well, I think that there's two really important things to point out. Angels mated with humans to create Nephilim. A flood does not kill an angel. It kills Nephilim and humans. So then you go and you do the genealogy and Noah's great grandson was Gilgamesh or Nimrod, whichever context you're looking at it in. So obviously, yes. So obviously, well, it wasn't Noah. It was, it was his great grandson. So it was generations later, but Uh he, his great grandson was a Nephilim because these fallen angels were still mating with humans after they the made, flood. So the, our theory connects, dude. So yeah. they are still around. I knew it. Yeah. I knew it. See, our gut feeling, I'm telling you. And when we, were, when we were doing that mess, I mean, that episode, the lights went out and our system fell. We had to restart all over. It's so funny. It's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so intense when it comes to us being right. Like I told you, the beginning of this year and still to this day, year to date, we are now... Pro, like talking about the things that are happened before that are happening in the future, present day, and that we're being right. And I'm ex- look, it's a time to be afraid only, only of God. There's yeah. nothing that can hurt you spiritually. Yeah. You're saved. God is God accepted all of this to happen. He's giving you free will, free range to make your own decisions. If you're walking the right path, there is nothing that can hurt you, nothing that could touch you in God's name. And I declare that. And I walk yeah. like that every single day. And I put that upon my family. There's nothing yeah. that can hurt you. And 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 even no matter what plan they have, truth will always prevail. And it's always going to set you free. And that's yeah. absolute. Yeah, that is yeah. probably and the so, hardest message. And that was, I don't know, thousands of years ago. And today we have modern minds that can make sense of even what's hidden. You know, it's actually a very beautiful thing. Absolutely. The Outlook by Brooks. I need to know where the listeners can find you one more time. I need to make this into an echo chamber about Brooks, <laughs> about the Outlook by Brooke. Again, I've listened to your episodes on Cult of Conspiracies. Ladies and gentlemen, if you like hardcore conspiracies, you need to check out Cult of Conspiracies. Shout out to Jacob and Jonathan because they're amazing dudes. They're very humble. I've been on their show once. They've been on mine twice. We have blown it up, destroyed and obliterated the sound waves on all podcast platforms. They're amazing. But through them, I also got connected to Brooke. And now the, out, the Outlook by Brooke, the podcast, mm-hmm. even though her Instagram is shut down, is there any other platforms or social media sites that where people could find you? Yes. Yes, I am on Truth Social at Brooke Petrie. Petrie is a French last name, so it's not probably the easiest to spell, but it's P-I-T-R-E. Okay. Okay. Yep. And, and, then, and then you it, can find my podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and Anchor. This uh, episode drops on Friday morning and uh, the description on the show, you'll have all the links to your podcast specifically okay. where people can find you. And I really encourage everybody to drop uh, reviews and reach out to her and uh, <clears throat> excuse me, and let her know what you think. And I want to thank you so much for sharing your energy, your time and my platform with me, with you and with us. <laughs> for yeah. the your knowledge is amazing. And I need you to, I need you to keep doing what you're doing because now you have a fan in me and I'm going to start listening to your podcast on a daily basis. Yes, I'm, I'm not going to quit. Episode. Yeah. <laughs> You know what? You're put here for a reason. We met for mm-hmm. a reason, and we're gonna expand for a reason. And there's a lot of a lot of things that you're here for, and you're fulfilling them. And you know, and I feel I feel that that there's 
you have great potential. So you got to put it out. Let's do it. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. All right, Brooks. Thank you so much for being here. Brooke, sorry. And the Outlook by Brooke. Make sure you check us out. This is Paranoid Radio Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us, everybody. And check us out at paranoidradio.com. Peace out. See you guys next week. <laughs>